stop until you get there. That's what I'm doing, except for I'm not going to the bathroom, I'm going to a billion. And until I get to a billion, because I think that's the new millionaire, Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Kreider. Today, we're sitting down with Brad Lee. This dude is a sales expert, the host of the Dropping Bombs podcast, and somebody who is doing some massive, massive things across the board. So in this episode today, we're sitting down, we're talking about sales, we're talking about what it takes to create a successful business, and we're breaking down some barriers that, that a lot of people, myself included, have had reinforced for their entire lives, okay? Barriers like like when people tell you that things should be fair or that you should be saving your money. Like these these common sort of like words of wisdom phrases um, that, that Brad is just gonna be like deconstructing and basically telling you guys why so many of these things that we've been told our entire lives are just complete BS um, and why we should not be taking those things to heart and why those things, internalizing them, can actually really be harming us and our potential to do great things throughout our lives. So I'm super stoked to dive into that. Brad is somebody, I really enjoyed this conversation a lot, just like talking with Brad, um, shooting it back and forth. Like this guy is a really fun guy to talk to. I mean, he's got some crazy stories. He's, he's connected with some really amazing individuals. So we're going to talk a little bit about networking as well and building that relationship capital. But without further ado, um, I'm super stoked for this. Let's just welcome Brad Lee onto the podcast. So wherever you are at today, whether you're walking the dog, whether you are um, commuting to work, like whatever you guys are doing right now, I want you guys to sit back, relax, plug in and enjoy this episode of Young Smart Money with Brad Lee. All right, Brad, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. It is my pleasure. So uh, about 30 seconds ago in the intro to this episode, our listeners got to hear a little bit about you and what you're currently doing. But for those of them that aren't familiar with uh, who Bradley is and what you're currently working on right now, give us a quick like snapshot of where you are right now. Right now, I'm the founder and CEO of a software company that's used by a lot of the companies, brands, celebrities, things like that to train people usually um it's also used to generate leads and market but it but it's basically a training platform and i'm also uh using it myself to teach people sales and closing techniques just overall life coaching if you will close your school live got a podcast too dropping bombs but other than that dude i'm just a guy like you a little bit older a little bit <laughs> a bit farther down the road out there hustling, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. That's the name of the game. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, Brad, we got, a, we got a younger listener base here. So how I like to shut the episodes off is sort of flashing back in time to your early upbringing, talking like middle school, high school years. So in that time period, were you getting interested in entrepreneurship in the world of sales? Were you taking school seriously? Was it sports? Was it music? Like what was, what was Bradley doing? Well, at six years old, I was selling candy bars door to door for the school I went to, uh, had wild success doing that. So I started selling pretty easily, uh, going to junior high, I would stop at the store and buy gum and candy and sell it for more at the school. So I was technically entrepreneurial from that, you know, age. However, I learned a lot of things when I was young. Matter of fact, I'm writing a book right now called the hard way. And it's basically, shit I learned the hard way so you don't have to because mm. believe it or not lessons I mean success leaves clues and the lessons that I learned the hard way you're either going to learn the hard way or you're going to learn the smart way which is learn from someone else making the same mistake so the 
So the book's about all of the lessons. So six years old, I would walk out of my house, tell all the children, the neighborhood friends of mine, that my dad owned Disneyland. Lied like a son of a bitch. For some reason, probably ashamed of not being the richest people on the neighborhood block. But at the end of the day, man, it backfired. No one really liked me. I didn't get picked for sports. So be authentic, folks. I want to throw that out there only because you say your, your listeners are a younger demographic. Too many people have to learn the hard way to be themselves because it will attract the people to you that need to be around you and it will repel the people that don't. So again, write that one down. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to your question. Um, yeah, I was kind of salesy growing up, newspaper routes, things like that. I mean, you know, I was a hustler. For sure. What was the draw? Was it just like making some extra money to like go buy some candy or like, why, why are you doing this stuff? Well, not extra money, money. You know, I don't think there's such a thing as extra money. Like, Hey, what are you doing with that? Is that extra? You ain't going to use that. (laughs) But, um, no, I did it to make money. My dad, my parents were kind of children should be seen and not heard kind of parents. You know Mm. what I'm talking about? So we didn't get an allowance. We, you know, we didn't, get money. And if you ask my dad for something, he would tell you to basically go figure it out. So I started doing, you know, odd jobs here and there for money. Um, almost every weekend. Is that entrepreneurial? I would, I would say so. I'd say so. So talk to us about school now. So, so how did school go for you? Were you focused? Was it something that that had you interested? Was it not? No, I mean, school was all right. I I was a little bit bored when I was five years old. They put me in first grade where you were supposed to be six. Um, And so I was always a year behind everybody else. But but I excelled at what I did. The problem was it bored me. And at 16, I dropped out of high school, as a matter of fact. But ultimately, school bored me. And so I kind of acted like a class clown a little bit. Um, You know, it it was all right. But I didn't really adapt well to school Hmm. personally personally doesn't mean people shouldn't because again i mean if my children asked if they should go to college i would say yes but for the experience not necessarily for the education because again the i believe that one of my advantages is when all my friends went off to college i started learning the hard way i started you know learning life the way it really was. And they went on and were sheltered and educated for an additional four to eight years and, you know, gave me the advantage. Now a lot of them work for me. Straight up. So talk about that decision to drop out at 16 years old of high school. Um, definitely, definitely curious where that came from. Well, it, was, it wasn't really a decision. My dad came home one time, kicked me out of the house because I forgot to mow the lawn. And so without parental guidance, you know, 16 year olds make really good decisions. So I'm thinking, man, if I don't have to go to school, why would I? Plus I wanted to be a movie star at the time. So I was, I was trying to convince all my friends to move to Los Angeles so we could be movie stars. What, what happened from there? Basically, did you, did you end up going out to LA? Yeah. You haven't seen all my movies, bro. (laughs) No. Yeah. We went, I went down to LA uh, ended up basically sleeping on a beach for a couple of weeks because the friends became, you know, pretty much scared or homesick, let's say, and went back home. I decided to stay and stick it out. Had to sleep on the beach for a couple of weeks until I 
you know, found more friends, a network and, um, stayed down there for like a year, but just got tired of being broke and decided to, you know, go make a bunch of money to come back and make the movie. Cause then I could figure out, or I mean, I could determine who would be in it. Mm. So I thought I'll go get rich real quick. And I just didn't know it'd take so long. <laughs> so what was your plan for getting rich? Whatever. I mean, sales, obviously sales and commission is how you get rich. That's how anyone gets rich. The largest companies in the world selling something to somebody, aren't they? Yep. Okay. So I pick sales. And then I, uh, again, I mean, you know, looking back, there were times where I, you know, got a job at a car dealership for three months to make, save up enough money to move somewhere else and try something else. I tried a lot of things. Hmm. Uh, you know, I sold art, I've sold RVs, cars, all kinds of things, but you know, you tend to lose focus on your dreams when you're working right. And you're on someone else's dream. You, you kind of get pulled away from the focus of your own. So that's kind of what happened. And, um, fortunately I ended up rich. Um, and one of these days I'm going to go make a movie just to be in it, but <laughs> I don't know what lesson I'm pulling out of this one, but I can tell you that uh, I shot down there, got tired of being broke and decided to take another route. For sure. So you were bouncing around between a lot of different things. And I'm sure a lot of our younger listeners can relate to that because I'm getting messages every single day from people who are like, I'm selling stuff on Shopify. I'm selling stuff on Amazon. I'm doing a social media marketing agency. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing podcasting. Like they're doing all these different things. They're bouncing around every which way. Um, what, what, do you, what would you tell that person based on like the experiences that you've had, like going between all these different places? Man, I would, I would tell them to not fear the judgment of others and don't listen to the, the people that are going to try to pull you back down. I mean, you have to try things if, unless you know what you want already. You know, how do you know what you want if you haven't tried anything? So especially when you're young, you have time to screw up. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, if I were young, if I were, and I don't know what you mean by young, because, you know, young to a degree means go mow some lawns, bro. You can't do much. But nowadays you can set up Shopify stores. You can literally create a website in seconds, damn near, and start pushing traffic. You can do it for other people. I mean, nowadays we have more opportunity than ever. So with all of that opportunity out there, who wants to grab a shovel and work in the ditch? Mm. Like you're going to, you're going to have to try a few things. So the advice I would give you is, you know, don't get discouraged. Just keep, keep seeing what you're good at, you know, go towards what you're good at. Don't, don't focus on your strengths and listen to people saying, you know, you got to go develop your weaknesses. No, you don't forget your weaknesses, hammer down on your strengths and just start kicking some ass. Pretty soon you'll get notoriety and you'll know if it's, if it's going well. And if it is just double down, man, that's what you do. You find something that works and then you scale it straight up. So what were the indicators that you saw that sales was working for you? Well, because I was, you know, I got a lot of people to say yes. Sales is easy to figure out. Your check is telling you if you're doing it well, you know, if you're not making much money, it's cause you're not doing it well. That's, I mean, that's fair. So break down doing it well. Like what, what do our listeners need to know? The 18, the 19, the 20 year old who's getting involved in sales. Like what are the things that they need to know to, to start doing well, or at least like keeping their head above water? 
Well, I mean, pick up a book, you know, read, learn. If you're in a particular industry, go to the person that's doing really well in that industry, ask questions, listen, be open. You know, in order to change your behavior, you have to change your belief. So a lot of times people are behaving the way they're behaving because they believe what they believe. So in order to change that and get a different result, you have to literally change what you believe. So the easiest way to change what you believe is start learning more things to either believe or disagree with. Mm. And then pretty soon you end up having new beliefs, new habits. You start making new choices, new friends, but uh, ultimately, you know, selling is just a, is just a skill. In other words, there's steps, there's, steps just like you know mixed martial arts and things like that you can practice these things you can learn these things so i'd tell someone to pick up a book i'd also i'd also say don't read or don't believe everything you hear you know you you have to listen i mean the key to being successful in sales and closing is is knowing that there's steps and practicing those until you get really good at it um but pick up a book, you know, take a class, join a mastermind, join a group of people, ask questions, try things out, etc. You want to make sure that you understand relationships are the new economy. You know, your ability to connect with people is going to be a direct link as to whether you're successful in sales. Say more about that, that, that relationships are, are the new economy. Yeah, I mean, listen, half, half of the things I receive in life is based on a network of people that I know. So, so if you treat relationships as like bank accounts or investments, you know, they'll pay off like investments. So you care about people and you worry about helping solve their problem more so than a sale. And you do things that are a little bit more um, authentic and sincere in your dealings with those people, you're going to build better relationships and you're going to yield better results. Um, you, you appreciate people when they're sincere and authentic and honest, right? And interested, um, and knowledgeable. You know what I mean? Like if, like if I wanted to build a Shopify page and I call someone that can sell me the knowledge and then they're, you know, not interested in who I am, where I'm from, why I'm doing this, what are my goals? Um, they're just interested in, hey, did you check clear? All right, there's the, there's the training, good luck. You know, there's a little bit of difference between those two scenarios, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah. So again, scenario one, the person cares more about the relationship. Who knows, maybe we'll hang out, maybe we'll be friends, maybe, you know, I'll refer you 10 of my friends because you're so damn funny or cool or helpful. So relationships is the new economy. Before, it wasn't so much like it was, it was more um, transactional. Now it's gonna be moving more into relational. And not to mention with the social media options that are out there. I mean, someone can find out you're a dickhead really, really quick. For sure. But the opposite, sure. the opposite is also true. People can find out that you're unbelievable very quickly too. So you can scale a business faster than ever before. You can ruin a business faster than ever before. Dude, if I had my bomb button, I'd be dropping some bombs. <laughs> facts, man. Facts. I mean, so 
talk to talk to the young listener now. I mean, we're talking like we're talking like 16 years old. Um, doesn't have any connections. Like this person has no relationship capital built. They haven't met people. They haven't built out their network. They're just kind of like sitting at home, like twiddling their thumbs all day. Like how yeah. how should that person get started with building these valuable connections and building that relationship capital? All right, stop one. Step one, stop twiddling your thumbs. <laughs> step two, leave your house. Step three, go places other people are and introduce yourself. Is that tactical enough? <laughs> that works for me. Y'all better be taking notes out here because Brad is going in. Uh, well, I mean, it, listen, bro, at the end of the day, everybody wants to act like there's some rocket science formula to it. You know, there's always this duh moment when someone asks a question and, and they get an answer where it's like, well, it has to be more difficult than that, but it doesn't, you know, how do they start? They stop twiddling their thumbs. They get ready. They prepare themselves. So they look and feel amazing. You know, they walk outside with the intention of introducing themselves with active listening skills and sincerity, the, you know, authenticity, transparency, to walk up to people and say, hi, who are you? What's going on? How can I help? You know, or just, hey, how you doing? What do you do for a living? Oh, crap, I can help you with that. Or like, you're just open and honest. Next thing you know, man, you know, a lot of people, they're calling you, they're saying, hey, bro, can you, uh, you mentioned you had someone that could come over to my house with a big dump truck and move my stuff. And you'll be like, absolutely. Boom. Now you just gave that person a referral. Next thing you know, they're talking about it. Whatever you do, they're sending you referrals. It just works. But how do you start? Dude, we already know the answer to that. The answer is stop doing what you're doing and start. It's a choice. It's an action that you take. It's a decision that you make. That's, I mean, yeah. So, so Brad, clearly you carry yourself with a lot of confidence. And I think that's something that, that, uh, there are a lot of young people out there who don't, who, who don't feel yeah. comfortable going into these different situations, getting outside their comfort zone. How have you been able to develop that confidence and that really being like comfortable in your own skin to just like, like go out there and like, and do stuff? Yeah. I would say I became aware. You have to become aware, you know, actualized, if you will. So at the end of the day, you have to be aware that people are judging you, right? And you have to be aware that no matter what you say or what you do or what you choose, someone is not going to like it, correct? I just said gonna, like I'm from the South, but I meant going to. Someone's not going to like it. So if you know this, you're aware of this, now how do you act? What do you say? Where do you go? What do you choose if you're living for other people's opinion? See what I'm saying? Hmm. So if, I, if I'm living for everyone else's opinion, that's why people fear judgment. What if I do this and everyone doesn't like it? What if I say this and it comes out wrong and I look stupid? I'm fearing other people's judgment. But once you have an awareness and you're actualized, you start to realize other people's opinion of you is irrelevant. What is relevant is your opinion of you. So if you're confident and you're doing the right things, Everyone else will be like, why is that person so confident? Now, how do you get there is another question. The, that answer is very simple. Believe it or not, your parents, 
whether they love you or not is irrelevant. They've probably given you bad advice. Mine gave me bad advice or no advice at all in some cases, you know, and then other people's parents have given us bad advice. And obviously they've given us probably some good advice, but the, but the advice that we've been raised on is pretty much um, keeping us insecure and lacking confidence and questioning ourselves and ultimately we've done it to ourselves so over time the subconscious starts to kind of start to hold a grudge against you you know like you against you you versus you and how you would basically resolve that is you apologize to yourself sounds crazy but you actually do you apologize to yourself for procrastinating for lying for cheating, for telling people lies and ripping people off and screwing people over and cheating on people, whatever it is you've done, because everybody's done something. You forgive yourself. People make mistakes, no problem. Nobody's hurt, no hurt, no foul, let's go. Forgive, I forgive myself for all the shit I've put myself through. Now once you've done that, step two is you have to always do what you say you're gonna do. Like you literally, must force yourself to do what you say you're going to do, period. End of story. And not because someone else cares or you're going to let someone else down. Because if you don't do what you say you're going to do after you forgive yourself, now you're a liar on top of it. And you're going to get right back in the same rut. I mean, think about it. What if, what if you had a friend every time they came around, they ripped you off, they lied to you, they let you down. What would you do? Stop hanging around with that friend. <laughs> okay, so, so let's say you really like that friend. They're cool. You like them a lot. So they came back and they apologized and they said, listen, I will never, ever let you down again. I will never lie to you again. I will never keep you hanging. I will never cause you harm. I promise. I apologize. What would you do? Give them a second chance. Okay, and then what if the next day they freaking let you down, lied to you, and harmed you? Can't do it. Can't roll with that. Now, what if they come back and say sorry again? Now they lost the trust. You see what I'm saying? So, so every time you commit that you're not going to screw yourself anymore, because that's what's happening. People are screwing themselves. Why? Because subconsciously they don't think they're worth more. Mm. They don't think they're worth more because somebody told them growing up, shh, Quiet down. Your opinion doesn't matter. You're stupid. Slow down. Be careful. You know, fly under the radar. You know, you're only one person. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, all the shit you hear to keep you average. So what you have to do is you have to say, listen, I, I, I'm above average because we all are. We're just not tapped into that potential. So at the end of the day, how do you tap into potential and how do you get that confidence? You forgive yourself for letting yourself down. Then you never let yourself down again, ever, which means you always do what you say you will do. Now, once you start doing that, believe it or not, over time, now you're starting to show your subconscious, hey, I am worthy. I do what I say I'm going to do. And believe it or not, that, that has a positive effect. You stop hanging around negative dipshits. You stop listening to negative crap. You start learning and you start setting small goals or big goals. It's up to you. But set some small goals so you start winning. You know, I'm going to get up an hour early tomorrow. Get your freaking ass up, man. Do what you say you're going to do. 
get your ass up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to work late. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to put in 10 applications. I'm going to freaking invest. I'm going to start my Shopify page. I'm going to start making my YouTube videos again. Whatever. Freaking do what you say you're going to do and start getting those wins. And then pretty soon you start setting up a little more tall and you start being a little more confident. And then people start saying, is there something different about you? And in reality, yes, there is. You are now starting to like you and, you, and be proud of you because you've earned it, because you've made a commitment and followed through. Most people don't do that, man. I'm going to get up tomorrow and go, go find a job. They wake up tomorrow, take a bong hit and play Xbox the whole day. Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I can be a YouTube influencer. I'm going to pick up a video camera and start doing toy reviews. Three months later, they ain't done shit. There's no toy review. You're just sitting there still smoking weed or playing Xbox. And by the way, when people say, oh, you know, young kids these days, you know, first of all, young kids these days are, are smarter than us kids those days. Information's at your fingertips. You guys have more opportunity than you can possibly imagine. All you need is the knowledge it's the, it's the understanding. So hopefully I'm bringing you some because this isn't rocket science, man. It's a choice. Anyone listening to this podcast could make a choice to win and then they will win. Now when someone says, well, how? Okay, that's a different question. You're gonna have to find some ways, but there are many, 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 many ways. You have to think abundantly. Have you ever been told to save your money? Oh, yeah. Okay, let me, t let me, let me give you another analogy. Everybody out there that's saving their money. Now, let's pretend money is a tool because it is. See, it's such a tool that I wrap mine in plastic and put it on my desk just to, just to be funny. But I call that, that's like, that's a piece of candy. <laughs> so, so you really want to, where was I going with that? Because I want to make sure I stay on that, on that thought. What, did, what was my last question I asked you? Your last question you asked me was, have I ever been told to save money? Yeah, saving money. Imagine money's a tool and you have a shed full of tools and you're trying to build a house and you walk into the tool shed and you only grab the screwdriver. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not going to use those other tools. Somebody told you don't use the other tools. Save those tools. Don't use them. And you go out and build a house with a screwdriver when you have the whole shed full of tools. Would you be considered an idiot? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be an idiot. So if you think money's a tool, which it is, why are you saving it? You're saving it because we were taught to be average. You're saving it because we were taught to save it. Why? In case an emergency happens. Why is an emergency going to happen if you're basically controlling what happens? You control what happens, folks. It's, money's a tool. Go out and use it. I know people that come to me, they can't figure out anything to do. I'm like, well, tell me what's going on. Next thing you know, they have $100,000 in the bank, and they don't want to spend it in case they can't figure out anything to do. And I'm like, you have $100,000 in case you can't find anything to do with that money. They're like, yeah, that's my, that's my safety net. That's my bumper. 
That's my buffer. That's my nest egg. I'm like, idiot, take that $100,000 and make money with it. It's a tool. It replaces itself if you do it right. Well, I don't know how to do it. Buy a course. I can't afford it. You got a hundred grand in the bank. Go to a mastermind, get a blueprint, hire an expert. Dude, quit making excuses. This shit isn't difficult. It took me a long time to realize it. So you guys need to wake your asses up. And a lot of you are, I'm sure, but a lot of you aren't. Okay, you're running around there. Yeah, well, they're able to do it because they're adults. I'm, a, I'm young. No one wants to listen to me. Bullshit. You just have to be in a, in a niche that listens to young kids, like social media. Younger, the better. Okay? Esports. Like, I'd listen to a freaking 14-year-old on how to play Madden before I'd listen to a 50-year-old or any other technology type thing. So, again, age is no excuse. Age is no limitation. You've been taught wrong, man. You got to break. You got to break that knowledge, and you got to replace it with new beliefs in order to get new behaviors, in order to get new results. Now, is that rocket science, kids? I don't think so. <laughs> Dropping bombs, indeed, Mr. Bradley. Mm, I love it, man. I love it. So, one thing I'm curious about, there, bro. <laughs> one thing I'm curious about, my man, is like so. The, the, the idea of like, where, where does the fuel to your fire come from? Like, like whether it's motivation, whether it's willpower, whether it's like your vision, like where is this fuel for all of the massive action that you're taking coming from? Like, where are you channeling that? Well, see, that's just a, an illusion. Okay. I'm not taking massive action right now. I'm, I'm in, I'm in a little bit of a crippled phase. So it just may seem I'm taking massive action. However, let me ask you a question. Yeah. And the answer is very simple. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I want to be. So when people say, well, you need all this motivation. Look, are you where you want to be? If the answer is no, that's all the motivation you need, isn't it? When you get up in the morning to go take a piss in the toilet, why don't you just piss in the kitchen? Well, why do you go all the way to the toilet? Huh? <laughs> I mean, cause that's where you want to be. <laughs> that's all the motivation you need. Okay. Otherwise just piss the bed, man. Why go to the bathroom? So when people say, Hey, how do you get up every morning and go to the bathroom? Like I can't, how do you do that? Well, dude, you want to go to the bathroom. You don't stop until you get there. That's what I'm doing except for I'm not going to the bathroom, I'm going to a billion. And until I get to a billion, because I think that's the new millionaire, a millionaire nowadays is like freaking everybody's a millionaire. Like a billionaire is the new millionaire. Like remember when I was a kid, when I was your age, dude, a millionaire meant something. Now it's like almost everybody you meet's a millionaire. Hmm. And listen, I can promise you this. Everyone on earth is a millionaire. The question is, do you have a million dollars or a million excuses? But everyone's a millionaire. You have millions of dollars or millions of excuses, one or the other. And what's funny is you never have both. <laughs> 
fascinating my man i mean i totally i totally agree with that like like the people who are making stuff happen are making stuff happen they're not they're not talking about what they could be doing what they should be doing what they would be doing if they had the the whatever like it's 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 doing it or it's making up some bullshit about why you can't do it dude has anybody said to you you're wasting your time with this dumbass podcast <laughs> every day of my life dude <laughs> okay okay now watch one of these days when you're like joe rogan jr <laughs> and everybody's like let me get on your show bro it'll be because you just did it dude you and the how'd you do it you're gonna go uh i got a microphone i started asking people <laughs> on it they're going to be like, no, it's got to be harder than that. No, that's what I did. I got a microphone, started asking people to be on it and <laughs> did it. It's straight up. Like people will ask me like, can you coach me? And I'm like, like, what, what's your question? I'll just answer it right now. They're like, how do you start a podcast? I'm like, you buy a microphone and you ask someone to be on your podcast. And it's like, there's, <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. Like, that's what you do. Listen, when I started dropping bombs, which by the way, I've had some big guests and yeah. I've had some. I've had some dumb ones, dumb episodes and great episodes, but all good guests, all funny stuff. Um, like some, sometimes people will say, I say, have you heard dropping bombs? And they say, yeah. And I think, oh man, I hope they didn't hear the dumb one <laughs> because everybody, once you have a couple hundred, you know, you're bound to have a bad episode. Oh, but yeah. at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, I started the same way. I was sitting here. My, my mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. Right. That's what Lightspeed VT is all about. We're, we're, we're getting knowledge from the people who are winning to the people who are losing or the people who are where others want to be. Because, dude, why doesn't someone succeed? It's because they don't have the right knowledge. Who would not succeed if they knew how? OK, so if you're not where you want to be, it's because you don't know how to get where you want to be. Well, guess what? My goal is to bridge that gap. because Someone knows where you want to be. Someone's already there. Someone's already done it. And, and, and I want to bridge that, right? My, my job is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it, including myself. That's why I have closer school. But um, shit, I forgot where I was going with that, damn it. I start thinking about things. I got two things written on my desk. And I'm thinking about five things at once. But at the end of the day, man, there's so many things that could pour out of my head into this podcast. But getting started... I sat there and said, I got a lot of people coming in and out of here. Big names, because they, they use my software. Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, Damon John, you know, a lot of big names. And I'm thinking, why don't I just grab a couple microphones and get, get some quick information that can help people out there? So I grabbed two microphones and said, hey, let's talk. And I said, they said, well, what's, what's the questions you're going to ask? What's, what's it about? And I said, it's not really about anything. We're just going to shoot the shit and talk, talk about challenges and situations and things that have happened in our lives or your life or someone's life and what kind of answers might solve those problems. And dude, the podcast was started. Next thing you know, people started listening to it. And I thought they were dumb episodes like, oh, that was a dumb one. And dude, I'd get an email from somebody or a DM from somebody that said, Oh, this, it helped them this way and that way. It was amazing. So we just started going and going and going. Now everybody's asking me how, number one, everybody wants on my podcast. Number two, everyone's asking me how I did it. And I'm like, come on, people. Are you shitting me? <laughs> it's, it's action. It's just, it's, it's have an idea and, and take some action on it. Yeah. Now again, 
the market will decide if you start a podcast and it sucks and nobody listens to it and nobody downloads it and you've had a bunch of people on it and, 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 and it's not working again, you're young, man, shut her down and move along unless you're 100% committed to be a podcast host or a podcast celebrity, which by the way, that's coming. You know that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you heard of cameo cameo. I don't think so. That's a cool app, dude. Check it out. Cameo.com. Basically, they put celebrities and well-known people on there and, and you can like give them 10 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever they charge for a shout out and a, and a video. So like if your mom loves, you know, Brad Pitt, you know, you can have Brad Pitt send her a personal message for her birthday or something. Huh. And I don't think Brad Pitt's on there, but there's a lot of real athletes, celebrities, real celebrities on there. Well, for some reason, they reached out to me to go on it. And I'm like, Dude, first of all, I don't really think I'm a celebrity, but shit, I'm honored. I'll go on it. And it's like Cameo. Think about how easy that app is to give, to give basically shout outs. Now, who thought of that? Somebody took action or that app wouldn't be there. And it's, and it's, it's exploding, man. Now, listen, do you wear Crocs? No. If I came to you as your buddy and said, hey, look at these. I made these in my garage. I think they're awesome, and I'm going to sell them all over the world. I'm going to call them Crocs. What would you have told me? I mean, I would have told you that was probably a pretty ridiculous idea. No, you would have said, bro, ain't nobody going to buy that shit. Who the hell would wear those? (laughs) So listen, man, when you're young, you can screw up. You can shut something down and move along. I started a lot of businesses before I started a successful one. So at the end of the day, man, you just got to keep, keep going. And, and more importantly, believe the possibilities. Believe, because I have a saying, man, and if you ever hear anyone say this, it's mine. 100% original. Like most of the shit you hear people say, they, they heard me say it. But at the end of the day, I'm just messing with you. But this is original. This is an original. And here's how it goes. It doesn't matter who says you can't as long as you're not one of them. Hmm. If you're one of them, if you're one of those people who say you can't, you can't. And then there's going to be cynical people that are be like, well, just because I think I can fly doesn't mean I can. That's not what I said, dickhead, but I can promise you because you don't think you can fly is why you can't. Because in case you didn't, you know, realize it, we can fly. We can fly in airplanes. We, we can fly on hang gliders. No, I want to fly like Superman. Oh, so you're a dipshit. <laughs> like at the end of the day, folks, we're not talking about things that are physically or, or, or you know, Things that are impossible, of course there's impossible things, but if you believe there's impossible things, you're limited. So over the time, I started to believe that anything is possible. And I'm, I'm serious when I say, I think anything is possible. I think if someone knew how to tap into their whole entire brain, we could fly like Superman. I think there is a way to levitate. I think there is a way to be magical. We just don't know it. Here's another thing I want to give you guys a tip. Ooh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, folks, listen. If you 
if you end up having bad breath one or two times in a circle of people, you're going to be known as the dude with bad breath or the girl with bad breath, which is even worse. Or like if you have BO more than once, you're going to be known as the stinky dude or worse, the stinky chick. Listen, folks, hygiene, man. You can look however you want. You like 75 piercings in your face so you can say, hey, look, I'm different than everybody. Go ahead, but smell good. Make sure the piercings are clean. Make sure your face ain't infected. Like, freaking, listen, care about your appearance, but don't care like most people tell you to care. Don't worry about what other people think you look like. Worry about what you think you look like. If you don't think you look your best, what the hell are you walking out your door for? Why are you getting on camera? Why are you flipping on that? Now, again, we're talking about business. I'm not talking about keeping it real. I mean, I'll, I'll, if I'm in bed on a Sunday morning, you know, I'm not getting ready. But we're, talk, <laughs> but we're talking about entrepreneurialism. You're going to go out and build a business? Get ready. Be prepared. Like, Take care of your appearance, but most people will say, oh, dude, why are you wearing that bandana? That's stupid. You shouldn't wear that bandana. And look, the nose piercing, you better take that out. Like, dude, don't worry about what other people think. Worry about what you think. Be confident in yourself. If you think you look good, man, you're ready to rock and roll. Don't worry about other people. Don't worry about the judgment of other people. Mm. Straight up, straight up, man. I love that so much, y'all. If you didn't catch that, like literally rewind the podcast like five minutes, listen back to that because like, I know a lot of people like that's what they need to hear right now. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you just dropped that. Well, you told me in the beginning we were going to talk about sales because that's where I'm real good. But see, here's the problem with me, dude. Like when I talk to somebody, I want to help them. So I practice what I preach. Like the relationships are a new economy. Right now, I don't care if anybody listening buys anything from me because number one, I don't sell anything you probably need. But even if I did, I don't care if you buy it. What I'm trying to do is give you some value and some knowledge so you can win in life, man. This shit isn't rocket science, people. Like, dude, you're young. You've got the advantage. That's what it's about. <laughs> young, smart money, man. I love it. So, Brad, I do have, have some questions. Ever, have you ever told to be fair? Have you ever been told to be fair? Be, oh, absolutely, man. Growing Listen, up. Listen, don't be fair. Don't be fair. That's stupid to be fair. Like take full advantage of everything you can take advantage of. Okay. That's how people become successful. You take full advantage and you don't be fair. Okay. Fair is for stupid people. Oh, you have to be fair. Why am I trying to win or am I trying to lose? <laughs> Now, again, that, that comes to business, folks. Business, that doesn't mean go out and rip people off. You can, be, you can have an unfair advantage and be ethical. You can have an unfair advantage and literally have the game locked and not screw anybody because you don't want to screw people, people. You understand what I'm saying? If you're in some business where you're selling some bullshit crap, stop selling it. Figure out what's worthy 
and then worthy of you, by the way. See what I'm saying? When you start to believe in yourself and you start to make yourself more valuable, you won't want to sell some garbage piece of crap because guess what? Nothing's more valuable than you and your reputation and your integrity and your sanity and your, and your, and your well-being. You understand what I'm saying? Nothing's more important than that. No amount of money's more important than that. So once you realize that and you become aware, you got to be aware, man. You, mm. you get this awareness as you grow older, which is usually why they call it maturity. And, you know, that's why older people, but, you know, young people get offended when, when it, it, well, not all young people, but certain young people get offended when, when someone older tries to give them a little bit of advice. I did when I was young. I'm like, I know everything, dude. That's why I had to learn everything the hard way when I look back. Dude, I was warned about everything I had to experience. I just didn't listen. Like, I was a dumbass. Let me ask you a question. How old are you? 20. Are you smarter now than you were when you were 15? I'd like to think so. Do you think you'll be smarter at 25 than you are today? I certainly hope so. Well, again, it's a choice. So it's a choice. I will it. be. I will be. Okay. So, at the end of the day... You think you'll be smarter at 40 than you are at 25? Absolutely. Okay, so if a 40-year-old is walking around and you have access to the 40-year-old, especially if they're doing something you want to do, walk up to that person and ask them questions and listen to their answers. Quit worrying about, oh, I want to do it on my own and show everybody I can do it. Nobody believes me because I'm young. Wah. Dude, you want me to call you a wambulance? <laughs> you need a wambulance to pick you up? Like, dude, quit worrying about what other people think and start worrying about what you think about yourself. Are you moving forward? Are you developing personally, spiritually, financially every day? And relationally, dude. People say, you know, Facebook and all this you know, it's making you disconnect from the real world. You have 5,000 fake friends you've never even met, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I don't need to be your best friend. We, I don't need to smell you, bro. Like, if you're my buddy on social media, my opinion, you're my buddy. Like, if I can DM you and you'll DM me back, we buds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't got to come to my house and eat fucking Fruit Loops in the morning. <laughs> Dude, I mean, we're not 14 anymore. Like, dude, people, I don't have best friends come to my house every day for years. Right? That shit's yeah. over. Okay? Now best friends can live a long ways away and you text for years, get together once in a while. But they're still your friend, aren't they? For sure. So, dude, you can, you can network all over the world. You can make friends in China. You know, you got friends in China? Dude, I got friends dude, all over the place. And, and also, tell me the name, dude. Apple Kreider? Tell the truth. That ain't, that ain't on your birth certificate. Half of it is. Half of it is. Do you want to guess which half? Kreider. <laughs> yeah. So, so second grade, kid thought Andrew Kreider sounded like apple cider. Um, and being a second grader, I was like, that's a, that's a dope-ass name. So I'm going to be Apple now. So Do people call you Apple? Everyone, man. My family, my friends, my girlfriend. I'm Apple. <laughs> dude, if, if you move to New York... It'll be, you'll be in the Big Apple. Just start a, I'll start a, a series, Apple and the Big Apple. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. I thought like maybe their name was Apple and, and your last name's Kreider. 
I mean, the opposite. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out, but I knew it wasn't on your birth certificate because parents aren't that kicked back and cool. They're getting there, though. They're getting there. <laughs> like, dude, my last name's Lee. I named my son Ugg. <laughs> his, his real name on his birth certificate is Ugg Lee. <laughs> Are you for real? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> Half of it is. Half of it is. Precisely, precisely. It's ABB, man. Always be branding. <laughs> is the yeah, name of the game. Because my name's spelled L E A. Yeah. People always say, is that Leah? And I say, I don't know. Do you drink Tia? <laughs> like, why does everyone think it's Leah? I never spell that. that. <laughs> anyway, bro, listen, I can tell you this right now, man. If you're listening to this podcast, you're already on the right track because most people, are not listening to this podcast. No offense, Apple. <laughs> Straight up, dude. I'm getting to 8 billion. We're getting there, slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah, but my, point, my point is, is if everyone was listening to this podcast, oh, I wouldn't be on it, first of all. Apple wouldn't be, Apple wouldn't be asking old BL to be on it. Fucking Elon. Elon would be sitting here going, well, I think we should go to the moon, Apple, and I think it's totally <laughs> possible. And I'm thinking to myself, shit, dude, hand me $3 billion. I'll figure out cool shit to do. Like, quit acting like that's, like, uh, you know, amazing. Why do all these billionaires that do things like that get called amazing because they have creativity? Dude, hand me $10 billion, I'll beat Elon to the moon. <laughs> like, you know, I'll build a better car than he does. I'll make it look just like a Ferrari, run totally on electricity, and I'll make him 30,000 bucks each. <laughs> I love it, man. I mean, that's yeah, like, come on, man. Listen, once we all have a billion dollars, dude, listen, here's another one of Brad Lee's originals. Ready? Right, I'm ready. Everything's funny with a pocket full of money. Mm. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they say money don't buy happiness, they don't know where to shop. Follow me. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Money does buy happiness. I can prove it. I can prove it. Let's say you have your mother. You have no money. You have your mother outside the tent on a safari in Africa, and you hear a lion tearing the shit out of somebody, and you thought it was your mom. And then you open the tent and run out and find out it wasn't your mom. Would you be happy? I mean, yeah. Okay, so you don't need money to be happy, correct? Correct. Okay, so now let's talk about money buys happiness. Let's say you can't afford to get your kids what they want for Christmas. Do you feel good? No, I, I wouldn't you're feel too great about that. No, you're, you're unhappy. Okay. So I come along and I say, Hey, Apple, bro, don't worry about it, man. You, you know, it, you'll, you'll get there. Here's 5,000 bucks. Go, go get your kids a Christmas. I'd be pretty happy about that. I just, I just bought happiness. And when you buy the gifts and give them to your kids, you just bought happiness. See what I'm saying? Dude, we, we're taught wrong, man. You can buy happiness with money. You just don't need money to be happy. The more important than money is, is health, by the way. You guys, if you're youthful and fat, you better freaking go look in the mirror and find out why you don't like yourself very much and fix that shit. Because why in the hell would any young person be fat? 
out of shape is not good. And again, trust me, from, from a guy with fat, I'm, these are one of those things that, again, no one wants to tell you. I'm telling you right now, good-looking, healthy, and shaped people get more opportunities than out-of-shape people. So what you want to do when you're young is you want to take advantage of the time that you have because if you start right now, okay, you're, you guys are going to be 25 no matter what, right? Hopefully, knock on wood. Yeah. You're going to be 25 whether you like it or not. So since you're going to 25 and you started right now and you just kind of tried, you know how much better you would be at 25 health-wise? And, and the reason I'm bringing that up is because sometimes I see some overweight younger people and I think in my head, man, I wonder why they don't like themselves because if you wanted to, you guys could go play at the damn park skateboard, ride bikes, do all the fun shit kids can do and adults can do, by the way, but we lose the, 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 the kid in us, which I've never done, but other people lose the kid in them. I tell you that too. Don't lose the kid in yourself, man. Don't, don't grow up just because everyone around you is trying to say grow up. Don't grow up. Stay as young as you can for as long as you can and use that to your advantage and don't try to make shit fair. You're young, you have an advantage. Everyone's gonna try to convince you that you're at a disadvantage. You're not at a disadvantage, you're at an advantage. Everybody old wants to be young. If you guys are at such disadvantage, then why do a bunch of old ass bastards pay all this money to try to stay and get young looking? See, no one's telling you guys that, are they? Not at all. Yeah, they're telling you, hey, grow up. Hey, hey, listen, don't grow up, bro knowledge up skill up wake up level Come up on, man, man. <laughs> you better get a bomb button i gotta get a bomb button, get a bomb button. <laughs> i should have prepared i should have prepared all right brad where where can our listeners go man because you have been dropping bombs you've been providing so much value for them today like where can people go to follow up with you and learn more about what you're doing what you're working on um and just stay in touch Dude, if a bunch of 20-year-olds want to follow an old-ass man like me, all they're going to do is go on IG and look for the real Brad Lee. Um, and remember, it's L-E-A. Now, you can Google me and find me everywhere. Just Brad Lee or real Brad Lee, L-E-A. But go subscribe to my podcast if you like this kind of talk. There's, mm -hmm. there's a few more choice words because we don't really govern it as, as much, but... <laughs> You know, I'd say subscribe to Dropping Bombs. Go to Closer School. If you guys don't have a bunch of money, you can go to Closer School Live if you want. That's basically, you know, four times a month coaching. But other than that, man, listen, don't worry about following me and doing all that shit. Go worry about you, my friends. I'm telling you right now, all this following shit, dude, listen, it's fun to follow people like, to, to look into their lives, right? To get some nuggets. But if you're not out there doing your own life, then I would say get off social media, quit following everybody, quit going to all these classes and, and, and seminars and just start doing some shit, man. You're gonna, you're gonna learn more in a year by doing it than listening to some idiot that's never done it sell you a course on how to do it. Like, just do it. Get the course, pick up the book, move forward, be open, 
change your beliefs, you'll change your behavior. And if you change your behavior, you'll change your result. Last, last, but, last but not least, man, if, if being rich is part of your goals, because they may not all be the same, but if being rich is part of your goal, I would tell you that you can't get rich making poor choices. Words of all right. <laughs> all righty, all righty. Right, all right, cool. I'm grateful for your time, man. I really appreciate it. I'm glad you chose to spend it here on Young Smart Money. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys. Stay young, stay smart, and give me some money. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Young Smart Money. Again, if you guys did enjoy the show, do remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really does help us get in front of more people with the show. It helps you hear from even more amazing guests. It just makes the world go round when you do smash that five-star in iTunes iTunes. And if you guys want me to shout you out in my Instagram story, I am always up for that. So if you send a screenshot of your review to Apple Crater Official on Instagram, shoot me a DM of that or just tag me in it. Would love to repost it on my short story and give y'all a shout out there. Otherwise, I hope you guys do have a wonderful day, whether you're out walking the dog, whether you are at the gym, whatever you are up to on this fine day. I hope it is a splendid one and I will see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day.